Well, hello and welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Inexos nerd, Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums, and oh, so much more. Well, hello, welcome to Excess Access All Areas, episode 121, the podcast that aims to dive deep into this legendary band, get them in the Hall of Fame, do it with a bunch of patrons and well listeners, and my compadre, B. How are you, B? It's been a while since we've seen each other via a computer. <laughs> it's great to see you side by side again. <laughs> yes. Well, it's ironic last week we didn't have an episode, but we hung out together. And this week, mm-hmm. uh, we're not hanging out, but we have an episode. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. we will dive deep on that. But uh, uh, we're probably coming off a little bit of a, uh, a backdrop of a couple of Nick Lorne episodes. Uh, we've come off a little bit of a week uh, refresher and we're back together talking. But uh, how's your in excess three weeks been? Well, I don't know where to start with that, but um, yeah. let's go back to look Nick Lick nor Lorne, which oh I keep saying goodness. now. I can't help but say that. These are Freudian slips, okay? <laughs> you said it. You said it, but like, I listeners, can't stop saying it now. Oh, listeners, <laughs> listeners. Okay, off off the record and off. Oh off no, what are you going to tell people? Don't tell. But, no. B did say that uh, her slippers would be very welcome. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe Nick's slippers would be very welcome in front of her fire. <laughs> did I? <laughs> I think you're making that up. Join the dots. Bigger. Join the dots. Anyway. Anyway, everyone is really um, enjoying um, Nick's episodes, the two that went out. Very, very personal accounts that he came out with there. And, yeah, if you haven't listened to them, we do recommend going back and listening to those. Um, My In Excess Three Weeks, Hayden, well, you've been part of it, haven't you? We have. We've been having some hang time, Yeah, which has been great. Yeah, I mean, perhaps... We can just talk about it as it goes along well, because I've got a huge list that I can tell you what I've done. Well, look, let, let me let me chronicle it. We did a uh, the the Nickelodeon uh, Lorne, uh, See, you're interview. you're saying about, it now. I know, I know. <laughs> look, it was probably about five, six weeks ago, but we sort of saved it because we knew B was having a holiday with the family and heading to mm. Ayers Rock and then coming down to Melbourne on a sort of a, a uh, road trip with her daughter. And uh, so we did sort of package that big interview to sort of give us uh, and give our listeners uh, mm. a, a little nugget while we were away from live recording and you did come down to the Melbourne uh, city and we went to the Crown Palms uh, Casino uh, or the sort of auditorium uh, room there where uh, Inexcessive played, yeah. uh, the Palm sort of ballroom there. Want to give a big hello to David and Marcus and Artie. Oh, can we just talk about that for a second we before can, you go yeah. on? What yeah. a great show. So I've been to many in excess gigs and so have you, Hayden, but this is a show and it's fun. It's like a cabaret of in excess. And David, you were fantastic. You were really good as um as Michael. But for me, Timmy, which was Marcus, and yes. Artie, who yes. was um Kirk. The way that they... They had some real choreography going with their moves, didn't they? choreography. <laughs> and I've told Tim, I went, they have got your moves and they just <laughs> run with it. It's like yeah. a big fun cabaret, absolute goal fun. And I spoke to Artie and a little bit to Marcus afterwards and Artie was saying, yeah, even like off stage, we, we talk about cricket and, you know, we have fun. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, they're sort of like, you know, off stage yes. they are and yes. too. Yeah, great. Go see In Excessive, yeah. guys. Yeah, great 
Great show. We might even put the uh, the set list up uh, on the uh, socials and things. But uh, they started with Suicide Blonde, finished with Don't Change, and uh, penultimate song was uh, Never Tear Us Apart. And uh, it was a big crowd. I think there would have been mm. at least a thousand people there. It was uh, in a classy sort of venue, yes. uh, supported by Gold Chisel, who uh, their lead singer came on. They did a big uh, rendition of Good Times, and uh, the crowd really got into it, which was great. And we uh, we were there with my old uh, primary school buddy, who's now a patron in Scotty Burgess, and uh, you had Mila there, who was 15 going on 22 that <laughs> night, uh, and uh, she's very well behaved. She was controlling her mother that night, okay, uh, but it was <laughs> but it was uh, a great, great show, and we had a little, almost a, a booth area where we could get champagne and, you know, mm. we could get some pizza. I think you snuck some pizza in for me. Oh, I did, uh, yes. uh, yeah, great night had by all. And mm. we uh, give a big shout out to all the tribute bands around Australia and around the world who yeah. are keeping the songs alive. I actually put a post out earlier saying that we've got amazing talent over here and, you know, fantastic that they're actually playing in excess songs. So thank you, guys, all of you. You're amazing. Because I, sort of, I watched it two ways. I watched it you know, as a fan of the music and everything there, but I also like to watch people's reactions and the songs they were getting into. And mm. it's interesting, songs like uh, Good Time, and uh, Kick uh, were probably the ones where people really got up, started dancing pretty heavy. You did, you but, mean? Oh well, yeah, that's it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but but just I was just watching feedback from the audience, but it just sort of maybe feel that that sort of crowd there for a tribute act. I mean, God, I wish the band could come out and maybe play something again mm. in some capacity, in some way. Right. And I think they would do very very well. So yeah. um, just yeah. a little afterthought there. We need to say hello to the girls that sort of parted. <laughs> for us so we could have a better view. So thanks, girls, for that. Yes, thank you. Yes, we yeah. uh, did a bit of a uh, little bit of manoeuvring there. But um, I guess overall, but in the last sort of few weeks, I guess uh, our socials have gone off and we've got a big fan engagement section later. But uh, across the board, anything sort of hit your desk, anything sort of relevant, anything sort of uh, gossipy? I got a kiss from Tim Ferriss. This is a very worthy anecdote. Can I give the setup and then you give the delivery? <laughs> no, you're going to okay. twist it. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. So B uh, had a bunch of uh, records, uh, mm-hmm. vinyl. Is that right, B? Now, just, I, just for my memory things. again. Yeah. Where did they come from? Those records. Oh, uh, well, some of them were from Tim and I've sent them back to him to sign for us. And also I've been collecting and uh, some gorgeous people, some patrons have sent them to me as well. So thank you very much. I will um, get get your names out um, next week, hopefully. And um, Mary Wood sent me some photos of the last um, band photos. We're getting those done as well. Mm. Now, now let me just paint the picture here. B was in the suburb of, was it French's Forest? Is that right? Narrabee. Narrabang, okay, uh, where Tim has moved uh, in that vicinity. So B went down to the post office and thought, well, I'll get all these albums and I'll get them posted, you know, at the, at the local post office and they'll deliver to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a, a few zeros from the cash register later, B has summed up the situation and said, <laughs> I might just pop down to Tim's house and try my luck. Well, you know, like a good Hollywood Hills uh, celebrity stalker, B and her daughter proceeded to proceeded to drive past Tim's house and happened to see the gate of the uh, mansion, uh, of the castle, of the moat. Everything it was open, and there were a couple of gardeners inside. Okay, Tim wasn't to be seen, but B thought she would just help herself with little Miller and just walk uh, to the the gardens with a bunch of uh, elves. Like, can you give these to Timmy? Words to that effect, but uh, B 
Before we know it, B, I'll hand over to you. What happened next? Well, um, I'll set the scene even more. It was a beautiful sunny day. <laughs> Couldn't it be more perfect? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wish I wish I'd dressed up a little bit more. But hey, you know, you know what I'm like. So I walked in, <laughs> and it was really bizarre because I'm not lying here. Um, Original Sin was playing. <laughs> I was like, where is this coming from? Afterwards, I realized it was the gardeners that got the radio on. And for some fluky reason, <laughs> that was playing. So that was, I thought, why is Tim playing that in his garden as I was walking in? That was funny. Yes. Anyway, um, I just said to the gardeners, is, is anyone in? And they went, yeah, Tim's here. I was like, gold. <laughs> I'm did, did you knock the door? Did you <laughs> um, knock on the door? No, no. The, the gardener. Oh, they got the gardener. The gardener, yeah. hello gardeners, you were very hunky, gorgeous looking <laughs> boys. Um, one went off to go and get him. I said, oh, this podcast lady um, with my daughter. And then he he literally was carrying his grandson like a handbag underneath his arm, like like a rugby ball, sorry, not a handbag. Yeah, um, yeah and I met, I met him. And before he could even say hello, I pounced on him as I knew I would, and gave him a nice big kiss on his cheek, and he was all sweaty and salty, and I will never forget it. <laughs> oh, okay. You um, sure a kiss his cheek, Pete. Yeah, you know, we had a few little chats about things, <laughs> and uh, I said, I'll, I'll pop back and grab, my, <laughs> grab the box. Um, but anyways, I, I couldn't because I hurt my leg and I had to get home early. So, yeah, thanks. So he has the oldest as we stand? He has the albums as we speak. Um, well, I got he, he actually phoned me on my birthday and we had another chat. Oh, which okay. Yeah, that was really nice. Right. Um, really, really nice. And he said that um, right. Kirk was away and he was going to hide the box in Kirk's garden for when Kirk arrived and that um, Kirk will be signing. Oh, right. Too. Okay. The benefit may be we have some listeners out there who could get some of these copies back, which is great. Mm, yeah. So we'll be doing a few of the auctions and we'll do some prizes and we'll also be bringing a few of them with us when we do the um our gig down at um, waves in Wollongong which we're going to um be doing on the 26th of November with don't change sounds great B uh I look forward to getting all those signatures on there um now B uh you did a bit of wine tasting on the way down you dropped into a very valued patron of the show Darren uh who uh, has been fantastic for us and just been great getting his yeah, contributions, uh, both physical merchandise, but more stories and, and just efforts behind the podcast. Tell us about uh, dropping into Darren's pub on the way down. Oh, I'll tell you what, if anybody wants to do a bit of a road trip, yeah, you must go to Darren's pub. It's like a historical pub that's right on the border of Victoria, New South Wales. Very welcoming. It was gorgeous. Um, so I sent yourself and Helen and um, Darren a bottle of Kirk's wine that had come to us via Donna. So thank you, Donna. It was wonderful. And Darren and Hayden, I'm very thankful for that, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I um, am. I have two of them in my house now. You have yeah. two now. Well, I've only got one because I need to yeah. give mine to Darren because we drank us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was um, the end of um, coming towards the end of Darren's shift and we had a, a they opened the bottle and we're having like, uh, we sent the video to Kirk and he loved it. And who comes on? The TV behind us on MTV, Andrew Farris. It was like media wars, honestly. <laughs> it was weird. Um, yeah, and he was singing You Are My Rock, which, you know, is my favourite. And that was a bit odd. So I've told him mm. about that. So, yeah, but 
Great. Lovely wine. So thank you, Kirk. All right. Now, speaking of patrons, probably a good time to welcome both our new and existing patrons, Bea. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least. Hello. Hello to our honorary members, Tim Farris, Nick Egan, Mark Opitz, Richard Simpkins, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods, Darren Jones and Paul Jolie. Hi guys and a big hello to our patrons. Thank you for keeping us going. Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, happy birthday for this week. Sarah Mark from Sarah Camia, Dr. Jim, Katie, Lisa Mack and Marie. Susan P, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Matt, Linda, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, David, Tracy, Paul Bridges, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Val, Jim, Matey, Kelly, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Laurel, Bard, Genevieve, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, Jill, Yari, Laos, Heidi, Paula, Lisa, Angie, Nancy, Juliet, Scott, Anthea, Maria, Nicole, Darren, Tracy, Vernon, Jamie, Diana, Stefan, and Andrew. I, while I was looking through there, I was thinking, Vern's not there, is he? So we always say hello to Vern. Vern, you're we missed off the list. Hi, Vern. And our new patron, who is Andrew Everett. Hello, Andrew. And a big happy birthday to Shelby Toe. And a special mentions to Sue D, Joe Robbins, John A. Vink, Michael Spriggs, Glenn Davis, Paul Boozy, and Jay Finley. Thank you, guys. You make us rock. Well, uh, we're going to be uh, doing a little intro to our topic today, and uh, we thought, you know, where we are in our in excess narrative from their career perspective is that we're we're up to full moon dirty hearts or completed that, and. Uh, we do only have really elegantly wasted to go in terms of the studio albums in the Michael years, uh, but we thought it'd be a great little juncture to set up, you know, a a particular debate about the first half of their career and the second half of their career. So we're going to set the terms of reference for our debate uh, that will involve our patrons uh, a little bit later in our show, B. So. Uh, we won't be doing the debate with them today, but we'll set up the debate for them for next week's. B, what's the time for? It's time for the news. Hi, it's Dave from England, and you're listening to In Excess Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the news. All right. Well, uh, the greatest hits have sort of been seeping around the uh, 40 to 50 mark. Unfortunately, I just had a look before the show recording. It is out of the top 50 this week. Uh, but uh, fingers crossed, we may have uh, a an addition in the next couple of weeks, which is the Shabu Shabar reissue. But before I go into that, Andrew has been charting in America with uh, You Are My Rock, which has hit 53 on the country charts. Well done. Excellent. Yes, yeah, so that was of about two weeks ago. So we might do a, d- a deeper dive and see if it's had traction further than that. But uh, uh, well yeah. done to Andrew getting, getting, I guess, a fair bit of press over there. And that's what happens when you do the uh, the circuit and do the interviews. Uh, people start paying attention. So uh, kudos to you, Andrew. And, and now he's back over here doing a tour, isn't he? He has. He has. He's going to be doing that. She said- 
We're going to have the Shabu Shabar reissue. Uh, but that album release or the Shabu Shabar reissue is October 28th. Uh, there's going to be a deluxe digital box uh, set for streaming uh, for all you streamers out there. Uh, there's going to be a clear vinyl uh, one, which I believe there might be a limitation of how many copies of that you are allowed to purchase. Uh, a T-shirt. Uh, a nine-track live, you know, concert from the US Festival, uh, and all going to be released in the next two weeks, which uh, hopefully means the band come out of a little bit of media hibernation, B, and do a bit of press regarding, and maybe even Mr. Opitz gets out and does a bit of a press the flesh with the press the flesh with the press bark. <laughs> okay, right. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Nice to see Mark, wouldn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Also, too, uh, a great article that I really enjoyed reading on JD Fortune was in, I think, Rolling Stone and some of the other publications, which was a a great read and and gave a a bit more of a, I guess, an historical account of his time with the band and um, he was he spoke very respectfully about that and even you know maybe the, the misreporting of the exit and we're going to go through a lot of that stuff will be coming to the JD uh, years but um, I thought it was a good read it was quite in depth and uh, you know I guess for those who do did have a chance to, to read it or those who haven't yet uh, it does make for worthwhile reading. Yeah, I like that it righted some wrongs, actually, some of the things that came out in the media. Yes. Um, he was able to say, no, that didn't yeah. actually happen. It was just glorified yeah. a lot. So it's a great read. Yes, we'll put that into the link. I do think, though, under the uh, the slight um, pressures of cocaine, JD did say some things at the time that were a little controversial. So JD's memory mm. now is a little bit favourable, uh, but mm, we, okay. we're going to dive deep on all that stuff in the JD years. But um, but we'll let him off. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Well, we want to get him on the show, and he wants to maybe tour down here later in the year, which would be great, B. Yeah, the door is open. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, I, I guess kudos to this gentleman here, uh, a gentleman by the name of Stephen Green, who uh, did a great article on NXS, and I think it was titled In the Defence of the 90s, NXS, uh, and particularly uh, paid attention to uh, the Welcome and Full Moon sort of era and just how those albums were really important to him and that they don't quite get the kudos. So I guess in a way that sort of stimulated my motivation for this debate, B, uh, because there is a generation of people who are post-1990 and those who are pre, and uh, again, it's int- it should make for interesting listening when we do flesh it out. Yeah, thank you, Stephen Green. And uh, it was nice of Philip Mortlock to actually uh, get us in touch with him. So um, I yeah. hope you'll listen to the show too. Yeah, and Philip's uh, had a fantastic holiday by the looks of his Facebook posts Ooh, over in Germany does, and, and I think mm. Switzerland or Austria and places. But, in Europe. Uh, yes, mm. thank you very much, Philip. Um, also too, uh, the, I think it's on the NXS website, B, but uh, there's a, a, a video clip of Andrew doing storytelling and songwriting uh, info, uh, which I did send out to the patrons that we have, but I think it's on the NXS.com sort of website. Uh, great little sort of video there, Andrew talking about his songcraft. Yeah, it's on all of the socials as well. Mm, it's very good. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Now. Oh, while we're talking about Andrew, it was their wedding anniversary, Mylena's and Andrew. So happy anniversary. Well, it was also and Kirk's. It was. And <laughs> Lane's. Okay. 
Talking about Lane, did you see Lane's um, socials last night? She caught a wave yesterday. Oh, my God. She says, <laughs> shall I come back out of um, retirement? And I went, I think you should. Well, I saw this. Jeez, I saw, I saw this, their socials today. They're at uh, Sydney Harbour watching a, a cliff climbing uh, festival, having wine. So maybe that's post, mm. the, post the wave there. But uh, they look very <laughs> much in love, Kirk and Lane, don't they? Uh, well, they they tell us, don't they? <laughs> you know, they are very much in love. Yeah. It makes me very jealous. <laughs> any, t- any tips, Kirk and Lanester? Yeah, yeah I know. All right. Tell us. When I pick the box up, you can tell me all about it. All right. <laughs> now, uh, we've, we've got a, a big happy birthday anniversary to these following items, and I don't want to miss any. I'm probably sure I will. But we want to say mm-hmm. happy, happy birthday to Album X. We want to say happy birthday to The Strangest Party. Okay. Mm-hmm. We want to say happy birthday to Kick. We want to say yes. happy birthday to Shabu Shabar. Yes. We want to say happy birthday to Listen Like Thieves. All of these albums have been released. And okay, oh. I forgot one. What's the other one? Just keep walking. So just keep walking as well. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I knew I'd forget one. So uh, <laughs> it feels like October was a very productive time in the Ferris Hutchins Pengilly uh, and Beers camp. So uh, uh, and the record company as well. So big happy birthday to those items. Um, also, too, a couple of little little uh, little tidbits here. Uh, I think there's a band, not the Little River Band, but another band called the Sweet Little Band. They have a cover mm. out at the moment of Disappear. Check it out. Um, also, too, uh, a little bit of a shout-out to Craigslist, uh, the big sort of uh, social site in America. Uh, they're looking for a singer for an NXS cover band. Uh, with you the, can do that. Well, not not so much. I heard you singing at the weekend. <laughs> well, they, they said they must be charismatic, so that rules me out. But maybe David oh, maybe David but Graham. But you've got the hair. <laughs> well, maybe David Graham could apply, so there you go. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, also, too, a uh, little bit of an ROP to a couple of people in the last couple of weeks. Bit of an ROP to Coolio, uh, Mr. Gangster's Paradise, uh, unfortunately right. passed away. Uh, oh. Yeah, and he um, uh, he got that riff or sample from a Stevie Wonder song. So a lot of people don't know that, but uh, that's where that cool riff came from. Uh, and also probably even a bigger ROP is to Loretta Lynn, a uh, fantastic uh, country western singer. Loretta uh, Lynn was the part of the uh, biopic uh, in about 1981, which was called A Coal Miner's Daughter, played by Sissy Spacek and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, oh. Loretta Lynn, check this out, right? She might have been a country and western singer, but she had more songs of her, in her career were banned from American radio than any other artist. Uh, wow. Yeah. I think That's one of a it, good one to have. Yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, and she wrote about the struggles of being a mother and she wrote about abortion and pills and things and stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah. she... She was quite controversial, mm-hmm. but um, I do know Jack White of the uh, of the uh, the White Stripes uh, recorded with her a few years back, and um, I know he particularly was uh, fond of her. But uh, a great career by mm-hmm. her, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, a big ROP to her. And um, yeah, we uh, that so- makes me angry. Oh, saying but- saying ROP. No, the fact that she couldn't write, like, it can't be a commercial success if it's got about a, a song no, about no, abortion well, no, and song. No, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't a commercial success. Some radio stations. No, no, no. She That's was, what I mean. She was a commercial success. There was just some radio stations banned things. Being banned is good. It means people uh-huh. go buy your stuff. What? I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So people went out and bought. But it still makes me angry that they banned it. Well, <laughs> but it's probably. But yeah, I yeah. suppose if you if you got banned, then it goes up in the ratings and stuff. Well, how many times has Madonna been banned? 
probably a lot, but not yeah. many many times as her by signs of it. Well, spe- <laughs> speaking of Madonna, she could do a separated birth with Marilyn Manson at the moment. Have you seen her the shape of her head? Oh, jeez, no, don't even go. It looks like Marilyn Manson at the moment. You know, um, mm. forget the guy from the Wonder Years. I think it's Marilyn Manson. She looks like now. <laughs> Beast doing some facial contortions, but uh, B, that's the news. Is it? That's the news. <laughs> Can I add one? All right, add one more in. We've got the gorgeous Dr. Jim, who we met at um, the Inexcessive, and he's got just he's just a man charity out. So we we will put a little link into our bio if you want to go and get tickets and you're in Melbourne. So please support him. It's a worthy charity that he's doing. Fantastic. Kudos, Dr. Jim. All right. Uh... Hey, this is Tim Farris. Big shout out to Hayden and B. Also want to say hello to all the listeners and NXS fans. Thanks for listening. I love you, Hayden and B. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. This is Ella from Middleburg, the Netherlands. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and Dee. And now it's time for the topic of the week. All right, listeners, the great In Excess debate. We are going to argue for and against, or we are going to highlight the benefits of two particular eras. Uh, we are keen for certain listeners who are very prone to the 1977 to 86 era, both in touring and recording and performing and all those particular things, uh, to come on to week one of our great debate. So they're going to have the benefit of being first out of the blocks, B. So we are looking for three well-researched patrons who are particularly enamoured with the 1977 to 86 period. Now, some people might say, why do you say 1977 when their first album and song came out in 1980? Well, as we know, the band had lots of cover songs and touring and footage that we've uh, provided through this podcast that has audios of 1978, has audios of cover songs in 79. And some people saw them back then before the first album. So that sort of 10-year period between 77 and 86 is uh, uh, going to be something that will cover that in the touring. It'll cover the debut album. It will cover Underneath the Colours. It'll cover... Uh, the love, uh, the love one, original recording. It'll cover Shabu Shabar, the swing, listen like thieves, the Lost Boys soundtrack, uh, the Pretty in Pink soundtrack, the uh, Crocodile Dundee soundtrack. May even co- uh, cover the uh, in excess at the Odeon in 1986 when B turned up. <laughs> period. Uh, it'll cover all of all of that. Penultimate. Period. Correct. <laughs> It is what I call pre-stratospheric in excess period. And we are looking for people to come on and uh, argue their case for that period of time. Now, the second week, we will have uh, our next jurors uh, or explainers or justifiers, whatever you want to call them, uh, prosecutors maybe, hey? Prosecutors. They're going to prosecute a case for the 1987 to 1997 period. So 10 and a half, 11 years there, where that will encompass the kick, X, welcome to wherever you are, live baby live, full moon dirty hearts, elegantly wasted period, the the compilations, uh, Wembley, uh, Centenary Park, uh, the big concert in Tokyo, uh, the Stratospheric in Excess MTV Awards, that period of time. 
and we will get uh, three people, as I said, to come on and prosecute their case for why that period uh, is better. So who's going to come? Are you going to have? Oh, sh- just, yeah, that's right, B. Just let me get to the terms of <laughs> reference. So, so B sometimes goes. B goes into sort of childish, like fanboy, fangirl, <laughs> where she sort of wants to ask the questions. So, B, we are creating these these terms of references that people mm-hmm. are going to abide by. So, let me let me start with this. Okay. Okay. In terms of, here's the first thing: you have to be a patron to be invited onto the show. Okay, and if you join as a patron, uh, hello, Stephen Green, uh, if you join as a patron anytime soon, okay, you can still be eligible. But we are going to handpick three people, but we do take bribes. We do take uh, <laughs> nominations. We, we do take nominations coming forward. Uh, we do take, uh, uh, I guess most importantly, a passionate reason why you want to come and argue your case. We yes. don't want you to come on and go, oh, I sort of like, you know, blah, 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 and, and have no passion behind we it. We only want passionate people, we, yes. We want <laughs> I'm going to come up with some legal words here, B. We want, convic- oh. we want conviction. We want passion. We want manipulation, okay? We want you to uh, denigrate your opponent. We want ke- to kill a mockingbird. We, we want to highlight <laughs> highlight the facts of what makes your era great. Uh, we want to have uh, illustrations. We want to have the picture painted. And we want it to, uh, I guess, uh, come across in your voice when you're on the show because you uh, you three will have a lot of the floor. Now, but you and I will probably be a little bit like that uh, moderator where we'll say, yeah, but what about this, this, and this? And we'll see how good they are retorting, uh, counteracting points. Or if we come up with a, a criticism, we'll just see how well they can debate it and handle it. So it's going to be really a, a true debate with a bit of rebuttal and that type of progress. So uh, at the time of this episode going out, which will be in the next day or two, uh, you will uh, have an opportunity to uh, contact us on our platforms, nominate yourself, and uh, we will be hand-selecting you between now and next week to be selected uh, to be arguing both uh, case one or case two. Now, B, I think this could be quite interesting. I think it's going to be very exciting, actually. Yes, because <laughs> you know what's really weird when I was thinking about this? I'm like, well, I grew up with them in that first era and you mm-hmm. grew up with them in that second era, but you've had this lovely benefit of going back and rediscovering the early era and mm-hmm. we have found through our podcast there are some people who have rediscovered the later era because maybe they jumped off halfway through it. So, you know, it'll be really interesting to, uh, on a serious level, just get some facts and feedback from uh, our patrons. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait. I wonder who that will be. And and <clears throat> are we going to have like a jury? Is that going to be the rest of the patrons? Are they going to decide? Who's going to decide? I think that we will probably have uh, some poll that will go out at the end of the, the two weeks because oh. uh, I know you love your polls. Names. and uh yeah, we'll, 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 we'll put some polling out and just see the uh, the feedback there. But what we will encourage our listeners to do is Thank to give you, each case. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, will get, we will ask all of our listeners to consider, you know, the case for each party before coming up. Uh, our audience will be the jurors ultimately of decision-making. But okay. you and I will have our own personal opinion, but that's just our opinion. We'll see how it goes in the audience's perspective. 
Love it, Hayden. Very good. I'm glad that you've been doing some things while I've been away. <laughs> now, 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 B, as a, mm. as a, mm. as a, as this is okay when I say this. As a critical friend, is there anything else that we should be highlighting about the said debate, or anything else you would like me to put across? Are there any rules or formats or anything else that you would like me to share? Or you, or you thought of? No, but I think you should go through what you sent me earlier, um, which is the artistic versus commercial, and then you yeah, said yeah. about the live performance and the cultural impact. Those are the major things that you mentioned. I think that's a really good point, B. I think uh, when listeners come on, you know, be research. You know, look at their artistic, you know, performances. Now, and when I say artistic, that's not the charts. Artistic is their craft. It's you know, the guitar playing, it's the drumming, it's the song craft, it's the lyrics, it's the production. Uh, you know, it's it's the critical respect that comes with being an artist. Uh, and an example of that, the Beatles, you know, were artistic. Okay, uh, Bon Jovi. Sorry, guys, they're not artistic. Okay, and that's not being critical. They're not really artistic. They're they're a they're a behemoth. Um, uh, I look at you know something like Radiohead. It's probably artistic and Talking Heads. Um, you know, a, a, a band like Maroon Five. They're not they're not artistic. They're a commercial bubblegum band. So so you know, think about in excess in that context there of the art, artistry behind it. The commercial side. Well, they were one of the unique bands that were both artistic but had commercial relevance. Did they go too commercial? That can be an argument some people may say. Uh, again, argue your case for and against. You know, live performances, you know, we've had so many we've talked about um, that could pertain to your particular era that you could you could highlight. Um, you know, cultural impact. The fact that they're still packing out venues in Melbourne with a 1,000 people uh, and they're not even playing, someone else is playing for them, <laughs> you know, probably says that they're still having a cultural impact and they're on the radio every day and, um, we're always getting listeners and patrons around the world tell us, oh, just in, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bloomingdale's in New York and Nero Terrace Apart came on. Yeah. Or in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I was getting a haircut today, B, and Need You Tonight came on. <laughs> so, yeah, just as you were texting me too. So there spooky. you go. Yeah. So all of those issues in the songcraft can all sort of wrap up in, into, you know, your discussion piece. You know, you can argue what were they to your childhood because sometimes music is very pertinent to a time in your life. And, you know, I know for me I, I had this sort of dual sort of thing where Inexcess sort of taught me how to like music, but then in that second half of their career they really taught me how to appreciate and really understand music. So, you know, again, we'd love, you know, people to come on and, and, and argue, you know, your case, but also related to your own experiences because I think that's the greatness of what music does. So... That's going to be the great debate, B. And as I said, there's no right or wrong answer, but we do welcome a poll at the end of it to see uh, who is aligning the way to which side. How are we going to choose three people? What are they going to do? <laughs> are they going to have to email us a little blurb of what they think about going to talk about? Yeah? Yeah. Is that yeah. the way to go? Gonna... And then we I... choose which three? Mm-hmm. I think I, I think it, it's open to anyone. I mean, some people might just text and say, "Put me on," and we might know some people we think could argue a good case. But I think I think if you can sort of email us or, or send something through to us that highlights why you want to come on and what you want to argue and go for, the more researched and passionate you are, the more likelihood we will select uh, you to be one of the three prosecutors for your case. Come on, and girls. The, and- and the defence. <laughs> Come on, and, girls. <laughs> and the defence for your case. Now, yeah. So, B, that's the topic of the week. A little bit short and sweet, but we are sort of, it's a, it's a pre-topic to next two weeks. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Thank you, Hayden.
And this is Manny from the UK. This is Lisa Mack from Brisbane, Australia. And this is Felicia from Everett, Washington, USA. And that's a wrap. Well, Bea, that's a wrap. We're over to fan engagement, which is your little baby. Off you go. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for my birthday cards and my um, presents. That was just wonderful. I had lots of lovely merch. I've got a new mug, which is good, celebrating 45 years of in excess. So thank you very <laughs> much to Helen for that and all my other presents and cards. Thank you. Wonder- hey, I thought you were going to say celebrating 45 years of age. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I want to say hello to everybody that's been engaging on the platforms. While we were away, I did do some videos that I put onto our socials and one was of the Palais and I said, what significance is this um, place to in excess? And lots of you came back with the right answer and the answer is in excess actually used the Palais to film Listen Like Thieves and it was just the outside of the building and there's a few people that actually was there at the filming so thank you guys. If you go onto our socials, you'll be able to read about those there's one guy in particular i want to say hello to which is mark bartlett um if you're on that social especially our facebook page he's on there and he's got some great things i'm going to read his first one to you so we were talking about um one of the albums which he loves so much it says incredible album from start to finish choosing a favorite song is like choosing a favorite child which we know For the sake of the exercise, I'll go with the loved one for the wailing guitars and those screaming and howling vocals of a man wild with passion. And they blew their first version out of the water. But Chris Thomas production is excellent, creating so much space. The backing vocals at the end with that guitar, the pounding drums throughout, just earth shattering. This could arguably be the closest in excess came to the blues, but with this John Spencer blues explosion this is a powerful rock and roll band spending time in the blues they turned a little song into an anthem love that you carry on mark you just give us more i want to also say hello to andrew lambert you are incredible and i hope we can do some work with you too and i'll get back to you as well also want to give a shout out to a few other people and um, maria nah and sula thank you for regularly posting and liking and just loving the podcast thank you guys also like to say to a few people that i met on my travels one was tanya in brunswick while we were having pedicures lovely meeting you and i hope you're enjoying the show also um to the tennis coach that i met on the aeroplane who i said please would you be able to grab my crutch for me and as soon as I said it I knew it was the wrong thing to do but especially in a public place like an aeroplane when everyone can hear but anyway it broke the ice and uh, we got on really well and thank you for helping me off the plane and all the way to the door so thank you very much for that also I'd like to shout out to um to Alex and Chris for looking after myself and um, Mila and for listening to the show and all your friends that we um we spent um, a party with um at um the, your AFL party that you had and met um, some really cool people Bubbles and Crusher hi to you guys and I hope to meet you two uh, another time and also to the lovely guys that we met when we went out for dinner so 
I'm sure you're all listening and hi and I really enjoyed my time there. Sorry I'm rambling on a little bit there but I also need to mention hi to Dan and Bev and Sienna and Ella, Georgina, Anthony, um, Sarah, Lucy, Carol and uh, who else? Oh and Carmen, it was great seeing you Carmen as well. Has anything come along uh, for you with engagement Hayden? No, not particularly. I think uh, what I did see this week particularly was just the, you know, big thank you to everybody who got onto Twitter particularly because um, I guess with all the celebrations and all the posts and all the interaction that you put out, we had just such a great response from so many people. And um, I think, uh, as I said again, people are um, talking about our band, you know, and their band and the world's band and and, mm. and that that's mm. what these platforms mm. really assist in doing. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who did interact. While we're talking about thank yous, you and I need to give our team a big thank you while we've been away. Thank you for still getting the newsletter out, and that's amazing, and all the posts being incredible. So thank you, team, um, Laurie and Danielle, Carrie-Anne and Foxy. Well done. Oh, and Genevieve, of course, of course. Here, here. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah, thank you, guys. And I want to thank my lovely daughter as well for putting up with hearing about In Excess nearly every day while I've been on the road <laughs> and listening to music and getting me getting me home, actually, because I did have an accident while we were away and um, I thought I'd smash my knee and was never going to be walking again. But she fed me Panadol and Nurofen every two hours for my 20-hour journey that took me over 1,500 kilometres from Melbourne all the way back to Coffs Harbour. Thank you, Mila. You are an angel. You can do anything if you set your mind to it, B. I am a wonder woman, <laughs> I tell you now. <laughs> and I've got the T-shirt to prove this. <laughs> and, I, and, and this is a good time here. I want to thank uh, Mila for doing some great camera work because, B, we went to the Shabu Shabar bar in Melbourne. And uh, and we did a little oh, post out yes, to our community and uh, Mila took all the footage for that. And uh, we had, uh, I think my kids came along as well. They were more interested in the crackers and the lemonade than the Shabu Shabar Barb. Oh, your kids are gorgeous. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, we had a great time. And uh, thank you to the owner and owners there who uh, uh, gave us uh, some some music and and, and sh- uh, a few little uh, anecdotes for the podcast, Pete. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to give a big shout out to the Natsum Hutan, um, who is, from Iran and Sam they have been making um, and putting together lots of bars this is their latest one which is Shabu Shabar if you go along it's very modern food that they have um, there that they prepare oh my god it's quite nice and then um, they're very much into their vinyl so they're playing a lot of 80s and 90s vinyl records so thanks guys Um, we would like to do a listening party from your um, venue one day I don't think We're going to really get there for the 28th. We're pushing it a little bit now. Mm. All right. Now, a couple of little bits of news to tie up. Uh, We are going to be pushing over there. Not enough time promo next month. So uh, 25 years since uh, Michael's unfortunate passing. So keep your ears open for updates on that. We are going to be talking to the wonderful John Farris this week. And that episode will probably go out in a couple of weeks' time. Um, But very much looking forward to that one, B, because he is the fourth of our uh, I guess of uh, you know the the five uh, original members that uh, we will have spoken to, uh, and just a shout out to all the people sending in questions. Keep doing so. Uh, at the time of this going out, you still will have time to get questions to us. So looking forward to that. 
Yes. Um, and then the other thing that we mean to mention, but I'm waiting on a, a reply email from Lick Lorne. <laughs> I can't help that. Right. Um, is that um, he's holding on to um, the signed albums at the moment. He's a very, very busy man. So I don't want to say, yes, we've got them until I've got them. So um, listen out and we'll be auctioning those um, LPs off very soon. Excellent, excellent. Now, it is a birthday today, B, of a very, very special person to our podcast community. She is all the way from Pensacola, Florida. She got her own personal happy birthday from the creative geniuses of who, B? Andrew Farris. And she was whistling Dixie. Figuratively speaking, she's probably whistling not enough time, but she was uh, very, very happy. She posted it, but uh, we just want to do a bit of a shout out to her. This lady seems to always go through a lot of ups and downs, you know, buddy with coast. She's had some health concerns and some things, Mm. and same with her partner, and Mm. and then you know, but she's such a fighter, and she always has to. She then has to put up with the bloody coastal cyclones around Florida <laughs> and she still manages to be happy and positive. So yeah. I thought I thought what we would send out, there's not really a happy birthday song that's really uh, the Beatles, yes, or whatever. Well, but let's play Andrew for her first on the show. Oh, okay. You got yeah. that? You got that? Oh, all right. Yeah, oh, look, wow. can I? I think everybody okay. would like to hear Andrew say oh, happy birthday excellent. to um, Okay, well, let's start with that. Okay. Let's start with that. All right. Happy birthday, Danielle. It's Andrew Farris here. Just, uh, I know you're a fan of NXS and so am I. And I just want to wish you all the best and I hope you're having a great day and a great night. All the best, Andrew. Oh, wasn't that sweet? It was. Very nice of him. Very nice. So thank you very much, Andrew. That's made Danielle's um, little 14-year heart very happy. Now, B, there's been that many happy birthdays. I reckon you're going to be asking for another happy birthday to you next week and have another birthday from someone, (laughs) aren't you? No one you. Well, I am the queen. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Hello, hello, Timmy. (laughs) What I thought we would go out to today, we're going to jump the gun a little bit on a certain song in the NXS canon, but this particular song uh, is written at part of this era. It's around 1992 and part of the Welcome album, but uh, it was relaunched and there was a great version that came up on a later album, uh, the remix or redone original Sin album, uh, but I thought we would do the live version of NXS singing with Pat Monaghan from Train singing Beautiful Girl. Uh, on one of the American sort of Today shows uh, over there. I think it was Jay Leto or one of those shows there that went live out to uh, uh, millions and millions of people uh, because we think Danielle is a beautiful girl and this is a tribute to her. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye to all the beautiful girls out there and beautiful boys. And it's a goodbye from me. Nicky's in the corner Black coat on Running from a bad home Some cat inside Now where did you find her?
Mr. Dutchy, and you've been listening to In Access, Access All Areas with Hayden and B.